Wake up! You'll see the early show with Karis and Jeremy. That's the Black Keys doing Shine a Light. Karis and I were getting ready for the show today, and we saw that like the number one trending story on the CBC today was uh, which coffee train drink has as much sugar as two cups of ice cream? You're like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, probably a lot of them. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. The and it turns out the double double is more like a quadruple quadruple. Yeah, it's like a chocolate bar of sugar is what they say. Mm-hmm. And I've always known that because like I'll order a double double and it's not too cream too sugar. It's like a lot of sugar and then sweetened cream. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> they said it. you get a bunch of the sugar from the sugar. Which is double a teaspoon, and then um, and then they sweeten their cream as well, so you get more sugar there. And it, it's um, similar in your sugar intake to a full-on caramel bar. They're like, so, would you pound a caramel bar on your drive into work? Yeah, would you melt that down and just <laughs> slurp it back? Because that's essentially what you're doing. So I guess I wasn't surprised because I've always believed that the double double was not really that. Like it tastes like drinking coffee ice cream. Yes. You know what I mean? That's like, what it, me- like melted coffee ice cream. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. So I always kind of believe that. And uh, in my uh, adventures with the health, I've often been told by uh, people helping you with your diet to be like, oh, you know, coffees can be kind of sneaky with the calories, right? Because they said, what is the calorie count of a double-double is uh, 200 calories? You know, It's like, oh, okay, that's not casual. No. Uh, so that's out of control. They said the other thing that's a little bit tricky with the coffee chains is they'll sell the iced, or sorry, the um, light version. So they look at the uh, Tim Hortons ice cap, and then there's the ice cap light. And they actually have the same amount of sugar. So you could be tricked, and you could be forgiven for thinking. All right, I'll get the light version to maybe cut some of that sugar out of my life. They're like, no, it's got a little bit of the calories, but definitely not the sugar. And I'm like, okay, what do you do? Gotta drink it black. That's what you do. I no, not black. Just with oh, regular just, cream. You're just cream. Sorry, but you're no added sugar. No sugar. No, I don't do the sweetened petroleum products. Just straight up cream. So you know whether it comes from a cow or maybe there's some kind of alternate dairy, oat, almond, whatever. Yeah, something. The point is just a little something to take the edge off, but you do not dump the sugar in it. No. Yeah. See, I love my cinnamon creamer. I will put cinnamon. Uh, syrup in. I'm like, the double-double is not enough for me. I need it sweeter. Though I did go to a Tim Hortons one time, and I don't want to like be too judgmental, but a person ordered like an eight-sugar uh, coffee in front of me ooh, one time. Ooh. And I, I want, you know, it was to the point where I was like, oh, like I was so surprised that I almost said something like, whoa, bud, like you don't like coffee. Like, no, that's the thing. Once you get to that point, you're not even drinking coffee anymore. But I didn't, right? I, do your yeah, thing. Of oh man, it was so shocking. I've never like <laughs> I've never seen that before or since. It was so incredible. I was like, wow. I almost wanted to watch the worker do it. You know what I mean? Just like can the can the Tim Hortons machine do an eight or do they have to do two fours? And I don't the, know. And when they try and stir it, like does the spoon <laughs> end up standing straight up in that? I should have been like, hey man, can I just like kind of sip? <laughs> <laughs> We were talking a little earlier about the amount of sugar in coffee chain beverages, and it is shocking. Shocking. Good morning. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy. You were just hearing Uprising by Muse. So coffee chains put a lot of sugar in their coffee, and we were reading a CBC article. Marketplace was doing an investigation. I mean, it's not just Tim Hortons. It's, you know... 
McDonald's. Pretty anybody. much, if you're like, oh, this is delicious. There's <laughs> probably a lot of sugar in there. Well, I would disagree because I I think that once you start adding sugar to your coffee, it is no longer coffee. It's it's coffee flavored sugar. Yeah. So. I, I don't think that's delicious. Yes, yeah, I, have no, I have no problem with that. I'm putting like a liter of that Cinnabon International Delight into each and every cup of coffee. And uh, yeah, I got no problem with that. It's almost like drinking my cinnamon bun. Like a like imagine a coffee-flavored cinnamon bun. You And then you get that hit of like the sour cream frosting. And that's what this article is talking about. The amount of sugar in these beverages, essentially you're melting down your Cinnabon and putting it in a cup or you're melting your ice cream and putting it in a cup or you're melting down a Cadbury chocolate bar and you're putting it in a cup and you're drinking that pretending it's coffee, but it's not actually coffee. It's just sugar. Yeah, I like sugar. I'm into the sugar fine. The only time, like I said earlier in the program where I had a bit of a challenge was uh, uh, was the person in front of me one time got like an eight sugar coffee at Tim Hortons. I was like, whoa, wow, okay. Even for me, that was the next frontier. (laughs) You are doing things that I don't even know are possible. And we've got actually a call from uh, Sparkly. Uh, My first time phoning into you guys. Hello. Hello, welcome. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> um, so you were talking about coffee. Yeah, so uh, it was it was an article in the uh, CBC today just saying that the amount of sugar in popular coffee drinks uh, may surprise you. It's a lot more than you might think. Yeah, well, and it's funny because you were talking about like at Tim Hortons and uh, not a lot of people know this, but a, uh, a small sugar and a large sugar are like if you order two sugars in a large... It's a different amount of sugar than having two sugars in a small. Yeah, I always kind of believed or suspected that as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, there's different. I I used to work at Tim Hortons at one time, and yeah, you have different buttons that you press. Like if somebody asks for a double-double in a large, you press the large button twice. Now, is that to make sure that the double-double always does taste like that melted coffee ice cream, regardless of you getting a small double-double or a large double-double, right? That's probably the reason. Maybe, I don't know, but I know that I'm not a coffee lover, but if I have to, like um, when I was a traffic flagger, there were t- sometimes the foreman would bring coffees for everybody, and in a, in a large Tim Hortons coffee, I would have four creamers and 10 to 12 sugars. No! Whoa! So that really was a melted down chocolate bar or like... I coffee that's ice like two cream. Or three chocolate bars. Yeah, that's that's the only way that I like, I could found it palatable. But you know what? I actually I actually trained myself to get down to a double double though. <laughs> oh, good for you! All right, so just but one caramel bar worth of uh, yeah. sugar and thing. Yeah. You know exactly. what? I just I want to commend you for your bravery for calling into the radio and admitting that. That's incredible. Caller time. We've got more soccer, more footy coming to Vancouver. The CPL, the Canadian Premier League, is going to be uh, coming. We're going to get a franchise, another soccer franchise in this city. But we don't know. We're talking about the big three. We don't know what the name is going to be. And I think the Surrey Raccoons would be a very cool name. And we got a text from Ryan at 201027 saying, I agree, the Trash Pandas is a great name. So do we go a bit further? Is it the Surrey Trash Pandas? I love that. 
I mean, I'd buy a jersey. And then I was like, wait, you know what? I think a team already did that. So I just quickly was like, I think a team did that. And there's a, a minor league baseball team called the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Oh, what? What? Man. Rocket City, first off? Yeah. That's a place? So Madison, Alabama. So calm down, Madison. Um, and then uh, Trash Panda is the name of the team. And I'm like, you got to move so many jerseys with that. There's the baseball team on Nanaimo that's the Nanaimo Bars. Which is amazing. That is top shelf. Then we have the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Uh, so I think this could be an opportunity for this PCL team. Like, have some fun. Yes. Be cool. I, yeah. And you know what? Just because there's a Trash Pandas way down south. Way you said it's, right? Like, Alabama. It's a made-up town. Rocket City. It could be Central City Trash Pandas. What the what? Yeah. What? So I think Central City Trash Pandas, this is our new plan. This yeah. is what we need to send someone an email. Sponsored by the early show. Yeah, nat- naturally. Uh, we like branding things like sports teams and weather events. Yes. What do we got now? We, we're, bra- we're branding a lunar eclipse. What? Yeah. I, and I read about this a couple days ago, and I just keep seeing articles pop up. And I'm so excited because there is a lunar eclipse coming uh, on November 19th, and it is a beaver moon lunar eclipse. And you brand anything with beaver, and I am all in. Beaver tails. Yep. I love it. I love it. I can't. Beaver lumber. Oh, I can't get enough of beaver lumber. I just. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's Friday. That means uh, we need to check in with our resident movie nerd, the Dan Amel, Mr. Dan Nichols. Dan, we've been on an incredible miss streak lately. Today on Hit or Miss, we finally have a hit. We finally have a hit. And man, you're reading my mind. That's just it. Too many misses lately. Big movies like Eternals come out. They suck up all the air, but they also suck. But here's the little one that kind of slipped through the cracks. It's called Last Night in Soho. And it's really, really, really good. And this might be your last chance to see it in theaters. So that's why I'm recommending it this week. It's from Edgar Wright, uh, the writer-director who made, like, uh, Shaun of the Dead and, like, Baby Driver. So it's a guy who you just know, he knows how to tell an entertaining story well. And this one's about uh, a young woman in the present who has dreams of another woman in the 60s that might turn out to be visions of an actual murder. (gasps) And it's actually surprising. Yeah, it's twisty and thrilling and surprising and a lot less comedic than you'd expect from Edgar Wright. But that's okay because it works for the story. So it's it's not a dark comedy? No, no. There's like, you, you'll laugh maybe once, but it's really more of like a, a mystery thriller, I would say. Cool. But so it's called The Last Night in Soho? Last Night in Soho. And again, this might be your last chance to see it before it, it hits streaming. So I'd really recommend catching it. There's nothing else new. And again, you don't need to go with The Eternals a second time. Once is enough. Catch out this little gem before it leaves theaters. Last night in Soho. The early show later with Karis and Jeremy. Cool. We'll call it a podcast today or what? We have anything else to talk about? I think it was pretty good. I think we got through the show. Yeah, we kind of rocked the the highlights there. Yeah. Did you get it all off your chest? We didn't talk about your new shoes. We didn't talk about Metrotown one time on the show today. No, that's right. I went to Metrotown later in the afternoon yesterday. And it felt like it was the 20th shopping day of the season already. Uh, it was, Metrotown was so packed. There yeah, were so many people there. Had the day off and what's open, it's like the malls. Okay. 
Yeah. And I, you know, it was my birthday earlier this week. And so I wanted to go get myself some new sneakers. Treat yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Feed the horse, as they say. And so I was there just doing that. And oh, the hordes of people that were in Metro Town. I almost went to Coquillum Center Mall because I think I told you this before. I like the taco place in the mall food court at Coquillum yes. Center. I can't mm-hmm. remember the name. I think it's a chain, but one of the smaller ones. Um, Laws Tacos, I think it's called. I don't know. Um, anyway, I like it. It's good. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for taco. I'm going to bring the four-year-old. He li- he'll always go out with me wherever. You know I mean? It doesn't matter. I can be like, I'm going to go get a root canal. He's like, can I come? Uh, so he's my little dude for getting tacos. But then I went, eh, I bet you the mall is going to be crazy. I didn't do it. And you're right. I think it probably would have been. If mm. Metro Town was any indicator of any other malls around Metro Vancouver, then they, they yeah, were busy. Yeah, Google Center would have been nuts. All right. Well, yeah. I'm glad I didn't go for tacos that day. Maybe today. Yeah, maybe today is your taco day. The kids day. can eat rice from Mexican places. Like they could eat it by the five-gallon pail. Really? They love it. They love it. It's just like it's the one time I never have to fight with my kids for going to like Chipotle or whatever, any chain taco store and they serve rice. It's just like, oh, done. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's it, and then and then the kids ask for seconds. And then they eat it off my plate. Which is awesome. I mean, I have some picky eaters. My two little dudes are especially the one little dude, um, is very picky. And I just love that there is a place out there in this world that I like and then I know they're gonna eat and they're not gonna they're in, they're excited, you know. That's so thrilling. It's oh, a magical it. place to it. find that. That's not easy to find. So oh, good Taco for you. Taco Del Mar, that's the one they like. Oh, Taco Del Mar. Taco Del Mar, they will eat the rice from Taco Del Mar. Yeah. Like I said, five gallon pail. It's I, I would have I, to and I'll have to get a second one for I them. wonder if that's because they sprinkle something special in there. Yeah, child nip. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's kidnip. Fentanyl, who knows? Who I don't know. I don't know. love it. The Chipotle one's good, but yeah, the Taco Del Mar, that's the one that crushes. All right, guys, I guess we'll call that a podcast. You don't care about rice talk. It <laughs> 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 means a lot to me and my family, though. We're all oh, rice. We care eaters. so deeply about all of your rice adventures, oh, Jeremy. God. We it's really do. I hope you have a good rice adventure this weekend. Uh, you can always tweet to us about your adventures, whether they involve rice or not, uh, at Jeremy underscore Baker on the Twitter or at Karis Hogg, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G. We're always posting so much funny, whimsical stuff mm-hmm. that uh, we'd love for you to be a part of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess that's going to do it for the for the podcast we're now got to work on the next you know we're always working we're the content factory we always laugh about it here uh we still have more content infinite content infinite, infinite content, content. Yep. and the beauty is it only lives for moments and then you what's next you got to keep doing it keep doing it's, it's it. infinite so we got more content to generate for the content factory so uh the podcast part's done we'll do this again on monday, monday. bye see ya nothing can kill the grimace all right we're done here